0: This is Derek Pauly, a.k.a. Volley Pauly, from the Pauly's Pick'ems podcast, and you're listening to Tap Outs and Touchdowns.
1: You're listening to another football episode of Tap Outs and Touchdowns with Banker Bill.
0: Ryan, you get off the internet.
1: And your guy, Bully Rye. I think it's a brilliant idea. Right everybody, it's another live <laughs> football episode of Tap House and Touchdowns. It's your guy Bully Rye, and as always joining me for the football shows banker Bill. Bill, what's going on, man? How's everything? It's
0: great man. Life is life is fantastic. It is football season is upon us. And you know, fantasy football season is upon us, guys. guys are having drafts already. We're eventually gonna have to do a fantasy football thing. You know, we're at the we're to go over it. Yeah, listen, it's coming. It's coming, right?
1: Um a lot of stuff happening, like you said. Training camp is, is well underway at this point. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on, if you will. Um, yeah, I think we ought to do probably start doing some fantasy breakdowns uh, next week. First of all, uh, if anybody's watching the show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, make sure you leave a comment below, and we'll read it on the air. Um, if you're watching on one of the platforms and want to find another platform to go to, uh, you can always go to uh, facebook.com/slash/tapoutsandtouchdowns. Uh, you can search for tapouts and touchdowns on the YouTube channel and uh, Twitter at tapouts and TDs. Quick shout out to Volley Polly and Will Smith, both in here uh, watching along. Got a YouTuber watching tonight, so that's fun. Um, yeah, let's get right into it, Bill. Uh, we've before we get into NFL talk, for the first time since you've been on the show, we're going to talk a little bit of college football. Um, it's football, nonetheless, and I think it's relevant because there is. There are some big-time rumors coming out of college football in the form of more conference realignment. Uh, the Big Ten has been, has been rumored to be interested in signing Clemson, Florida State, Oregon, and Washington uh, to join UC, uh, USC and UCLA, uh, who are going to be joining as members uh, next year. Now, with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12, Big 12 has added four teams. I couldn't tell you who they are on the top of, the head, top of my head. Um give me your initial thoughts on the news that came out about this like what are what are what's going through your head about the the idea that the Big 10 could not only just completely decimate the Pac-12 now but now affect the future of the ACC. Well, uh, I I'm a bit
0: of a traditionalist. I think that's where I live in the college football realignment world. I know a lot of people would like to see certain rivalries continue. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little bit scared that we're going to lose a lot of that and, and have to rebuild from the ground up, really. If if we do that, the, you know, with even with the SEC bringing on extra teams, they got rid of protected rivalries. Obviously, you and I, we go head to head every season. That's not going well, to be happening anymore. Yeah, we we aren't going next year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's that's done. I, I I'm frustrated. I don't like it. I don't. I really don't think I don't – I think that's where I live. I, I don't like it. I mean, the Big Ten bringing in – you know, Big Ten was a regional conference, it seemed like, for a long time, right? And they're bringing in, uh, you know, the West Coast teams. I don't love that. There's a lot of travel that goes with, the, you know, the players having to go out to the West Coast. I just, there's a lot of stuff I really don't like about it. The only thing I think it benefits is the conference – I guess the the schools themselves, they make more money because of the TV deals. But I don't care about that. I just – we're going to lose a lot of tradition, and I don't I don't like that.
1: Real quick, Volley poly chimes in. First comment of the night. At this, at, at this point, Agreed. what's the point of conferences? Um, yeah, kinda, I, I kind of understand what you are saying. There was a there was a story that I was unaware of until I listened to the herd earlier this week. Where during that's your when, first when, problem, right there? Yeah, listen. I'd rather listen I like to, Colin. I like Colin. Right. I'd rather listen to Colin Cowherd than than another radio. I don't like his new America's guy day. by
0: the way. I, what's his name? Jason McIntyre. I
1: I couldn't tell you. I I, I only listened yeah. to him because I I refused to listen to another upstate radio host. Um, nevertheless, um, there's a story about when Oklahoma and Texas decided to leave the Big 12. Uh, the Big 12 reached out for the, to the Pac-12 to try to create some sort of partnership, some sort of deal where they could, I don't whether it was a, a, a conference merger or like some sort of partnership when it comes to scheduling. And the Pac-12 said, no, I'm, I'm okay. Um, and now the Pac-12 has lost UC, USC and UCLA, and they're on the verge of losing Oregon and Washington. Um, and so they re- apparently, reportedly, they reached out to the Big Twelve and said, "Hey, remember that deal that you had on the table? How about it?" And the Big Twelve was simply like, "No, nah, I'm good. Have a good day." <laughs> <laughs> and just hung the phone on them. Like, I'm with you though. Yeah. So with with teams like, first of all, you USC and UCLA both leave Cal in the dust. Um, that sort of not, it doesn't really upset me because it doesn't affect me. But if I'm a Cal fan, like, how am I going to play? Both USC and UCLA every every year, um, it would be like Florida not playing Georgia and Tennessee right, every year, right? Or Florida you know? State. I
0: mean, it's crazy. Or Florida State, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so now you take Oregon and Washington. You wonder how it's going to affect because what does that make? What that puts the Big Ten? They were already at twelve teams. That puts them at puts them at eighteen teams if they take Clemson and Florida State away. So you have that's to how,
0: ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous.
1: Sorry. that's ridiculous. No, ridiculous. You have to wonder how the schedule works out because if they're going to have to play a lot of conference games, we could lose Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State. You're still going to get USC, UCLA. But now to your point, like, what happens if there's so many conference games that they have to play in the Big Ten that we lose Florida, Florida State, that we lose South Carolina, Clemson? At some point, there's got to be a line in the sand drawn. Like, you, eventually, we're just going to get to where it was a few years ago, where it's the Power Five, and everybody else, except for the power five, it's gonna be the power three. You're gonna have the big 10, the big twelve, and the SEC. Because if you pull six teams out of the Pac 12, you've pulled half the conference. That conference doesn't survive.
0: I you and, uh, can, have to find other you'd have to find other teams. I mean, there's still so, teams out there on the West Coast that don't really have a big conference. But you got Boise State's always appreciated.
1: Yeah. So so that was my next point. So the Mountain West, there's like a $34 million buyout if those teams want to leave to go to the Pac-12. On the other side of the country, if you look at the ACC, we, there was already there already been rumors last year about Clemson and Florida State wanting to leave and go to the SEC. And then earlier this year, there was a manufactured rumor that teams like North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson, um, was it Virginia, and one other school out of the ACC all wanted to jump sip and join the SEC. It's sort of a power move to try to make the ACC do something In order to 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 make the teams happy and to keep people coming in, but like Notre Dame is going to have to eventually join a conference in football. There's too much money in the NBC deal right now, but eventually that contract's going to come up, and and NBC isn't going to want to pay a conference and Notre Dame's rights. Um, And so, so
0: they're in an awkward spot too because they're other than their football team, all of their other sports play in conferences.
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah. And they play. They play in the, in the ACC. basketballs the
0: and that that doesn't look like it's going to be one of the top football school, football real, conferences. So,
1: real quick, your uh, I believe your sister's in here. Uh, hey, hey what's out. up,
0: Tara?
1: Um. So yeah, listen. At some point, like I said, there's got to be a line drawn. There's gonna be. There's gonna have to be a stop to it. You're eventually just going to have these power conferences where it's going to leave everybody else on the wayside, like we were years ago in the BCS. Uh, my. More of my concern isn't isn't about regionality. And, and is this is all has to do with football, right? Um, the big I think the Big Ten is arguably gonna have the best basketball conference in the country at this point now. Um, but like what happens when Southern Cal has to play a night game in December or in November in snowy Penn State?
0: that's the team I was thinking of, was Penn State. So I believe you said that. Yeah, it's it's uh I like, don't like any of it.
1: It just it it's frustrating. like it's frustrating to me what are you gonna me- do?
0: What are you gonna do? We can sit here and talk about it. What are you gonna do? They're gonna do where whatever makes them the most amount of money. That's why they're doing it anyway.
1: Um, real quick, another shout out from, from volley poly. This is the last year of the SEC on CBS. Mm. Um, I'm gonna miss the theme watching Carolina games. you know what? I'm not gonna miss. Does he know get- where
0: they're going? Does yeah, he they know kept- like kept- what what TV network is picking up the SEC?
1: The ESPN. ESPN oh, they, has exclusive oh, rights.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: um, I can say that. I, I while I, while I'll miss the CBS themed when we watch Carolina play Georgia on a Saturday afternoon or yeah. Alabama for that matter. I won't miss the thirty minute long commercial breaks because CBS likes to draw those games out. And I won't miss Gary Danielson. I think Gary Danielson is the worst, the worst color guy in all of in all of sports. He picks the team that he thinks is going to win. He studies them, and that's the only the hey, only hey, thing he covers
0: throughout the game. Andy Hunter in the in the chat checking us out.
1: Hey, I guess Andy's on vacation again. That's right.
0: <laughs> uh good stuff. What's up, Andy? So
1: yeah, um, listen, there's no there's there's been no deals made, uh, nothing official, uh, but the way that college football is is headed, is that eventually we're we're not gonna get. Uh, the regional conference anymore. The Big Ten is a prime example. The Big Ten has completely destroyed the idea of a regional conference because you can even argue that the SEC, when they added Oklahoma and Texas, it's still like, yeah, it's far away from Florida. Like yeah, if you think yeah, about normal, it's, it's
0: still kind of down there in the South, kind of to the east, like more uh, Midwest, they, but still kind of the. east.
1: They screwed up when they added Missouri and Texas A and M, right? Yeah, that's-
0: I and, think the big one, I think the big one that we all need to look at and make sure that we're not falling into that trap is Nebraska. Nebraska has not benefited from moving over to the Big Ten. It's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. Well like they were not good and, and they did it because oh money, we get money and we'll get the recruits because they get to play the Big Ten schools. No, you now stink and nobody wants to go
1: there. So my last last question before we get into the NFL. What happens? If these teams leave, I mean, I, we, I, we already, we've already talked about the PAC 12 is going to gonna ha- have to, to, to these conferences. We already, we've already they established have to
0: reload. I mean, if, if if they're going to keep themselves alive, they have to reload with teams. They have to figure that out. Do you see a
1: hypothetical merger between a, a, a conference like the PAC 12 and the mountain West or uh, some sort of merger between, let's say, if the big 10 has already completely demolished the idea of a, a regional conference, right? Yeah. What if there's a merger between the PAC 12 and the ACC to make it the the coastal conference, like the coastal conference. And so, you know, half the ACC plays half of the Pac six, whatever you want to call it now. I um, mean, you think that's a potential, I, you know, I guess. I don't, I don't know. That? I mean,
0: they're going to have to import a lot of teams to a lot of conferences, right? I mean, there are teams out there. We're talking about certain teams in San Diego State's got a decent football. I mean, there's teams out there that they could find, but they're just, it's a huge move for all these schools, right? I mean, yeah it's just going to be tough. They're going to have to figure out how to stay alive, but it's going to, I'm glad I'm not on those boards. That's kind of what I'm excited about.
1: Well, I'm i am glad <laughs> Actually, that, uh... you know, that's not
0: true? I would love to be on those boards. If anybody wants to hire me to be on your board, I'll come up with dumb ideas because everybody else is having them. So, I mean, it's, it's terrible. Uh... Money, money's driving the whole thing. It's all greed. And it's I had, terrible.
1: I had so terrible. many jokes when you were talking about pay me to be on somebody's board. Um, Listen, I'm just glad to be talking about uh college football again. I mean, we're about a month away from
0: college football kickoff. For a season. So, we get a season before all this craziness, the silly stuff happens.
1: Yeah, It's it's talking season. We've already had the uh the media days for most of the conferences. I'm not looking so the season. I know you aren't, but I am, yeah. as as you can tell by the uh yeah by the gear tonight. Um Careful. let's move on to the NFL because we've got some really fun stuff to talk about. Uh NFL news and notes. Uh let's start off in Seattle since Andy is joining us. Um some big issues in Seattle uh running backs kenneth walker the third and is is it zach charbonnet yes both dealing with injuries Uh, kenneth walker's got a groin injury charbonnet dealing with a shoulder injury uh neither one of them are practicing right now i know it's early in camp but neither one of them are practicing bill is this is there some reason to be concerned here in seattle
0: Oh, i watched a little bit of p Carroll this week um that's my other, you know, adopted team. I lived out there for a long time, had season tickets as the Seahawks for years. I watched a little bit of P. Carroll this week and he doesn't seem to be all that concerned. I think they're they're both both guys they're just being a little bit precautionary and they expect him to be ready for the season. So they're just kind of holding them out right now, but you don't like to see that, right? You don't like to see your two top running backs or what you would expect to be your two top running backs, yeah, dealing with injuries right into camp. Cause I mean, injuries are the thing that's gonna sideline your season if you're a running back. If you, the, the nagging groin—I hate that stuff. And
1: that's yeah. What?
0: what uh, and then you know what scares me about that is he's probably going to be a pretty high pick in fantasy football. What do you do with him now? Well, see now. That,
1: see that was—I'm glad you brought it up because you wanted to talk about fantasy football. Here's yeah. our opportunity uh, with the drafting of Zach Charbonnet. It automatically hurt the draft stock of Kenneth Walker because they've got this guy who can who can play well. He stayed healthy a lot. The, I told, I was talking to everybody all year or all preseason last year. Kenneth Walker will be starting by week six, and sure enough, Rashad Penny gets hurt. Walker comes in, and he's the guy that I told everybody he would be. Um, yeah, Anthony, Anthony, or I'm sorry, Andrew, chimes back <laughs> in. Uh, just
0: believe, can't say that believe. Yeah, no, that was the thing. So the Seahawks had believe, but they they'd swap one of the th- E's with a three. Because it was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. That's that's yeah. why I said you can't use that anymore. He's not there anymore. Nobody believes in Denver. It's not happening anymore.
1: Well, we'll get we'll get to talk about some Denver. I actually don't have it on my on my call sheet, but we're going to talk about Denver here in a second too. Because um, there are a lot of injuries going around. We already talked about Seahawks injuries. Um, let's go over to Cincinnati, where Joe Burrow has a calf injury that a lot of people are saying. Was mismanaged by the Bengals. He had a strap on his calf. He came up lame in practice, and now he has been shut down. They're hopeful that he is going to play um, in the uh, in the regular season opener. Um, but big news out of Cincinnati here, Bill.
0: I mean, yeah, of course. You starting quarterback, the the All Pro, the, the the you know one of the top three quarterbacks in the AFC right now. gets injured. Absolutely, that's a huge thing. Honestly, I don't even know who Cincinnati's backup. Actually, no, I don't. I, I know who Arizona. I was reading some stuff about Arizona. Don't know why I did that, but I read some stuff on Arizona this week. Who is Cincinnati's backup? Does anybody even know? I, I don't. Uh, you know who? You know who it used to be? I don't. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know that roster. It, I guess well enough. Right? I know the starters, but I don't know who their backup is. At one point, it was AJ McCarron. <laughs> You're <laughs> a funny guy. I mean, it was Ruin that one. That. Yeah. yeah, it was. And they really wish they they had him right now, I guarantee, because he you know had a pretty good season for the St. Louis Battlehawks. But um, I'm looking. It is Trevor Simeon. That's a that's a that's a huge drop off. Well, I mean, anybody's a drop off from Joe Burrow, unless you have like a Pro Bowl backup, but you know, it's tough, man. That's gonna be tough. I, I hope he's ready for the season. No, I don't. I hope that he misses a lot of time. I'm <laughs> for my team.
1: Yeah, listen, I I'm more concerned about the fact that if the Bengals knew that he had a nagging nagging injury that could have been worsened by not letting it rest. And now Did they we're putting out of the
0: field. Yeah. Kind
1: of like kind of like playing Madden. Like, hey, he's got a calf strain. You know, do you yeah. want to play the substitute or play the starter or you know, play him? the injury risk is medium? Like if the injury risk was anything other than small, you sit Joe Burrow. Right. Because now you've now you've put his health at risk. You put his future at risk. Because um, if he can't practice, I mean, listen, yeah, you would think that even if he doesn't practice until the week before the regular season starts, he's still not going to be in football shape. Oh, um, uh, quarterback. It's it's not on the list here that I've I've got for us. But did you hear the news about about of course Tim Patrick in Denver, wide receiver Tim Patrick tore muscle preseason last year, didn't play. Okay. Has torn his Achilles, the second straight year uh for the Denver Bronco wide receiver where he has he has su- suffered a major injury prior to the season. Uh do you think Tim Patrick's kind of over being hurt? Like, do you think do you think it's time for him to like, you know what, can't get healthy? It's time to call it quits because he hasn't been in the league that long.
0: Depends on how much he loves football.
1: That's a that's a fair point. Um, I'm looking through the Twitter feed right now. Um, a lot of other injuries going on again, just, um, it's been a crazy off season so far. Uh, let's move over here to some non-injured players. Uh, and that being Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. Dalvin Cook has met with the New York Jets. Ezekiel Elliott went and met with the Patriots. So Bill, where do you see each of these guys winding up?
0: Honestly, Dalvin Cook, I have no idea. Uh, you and I had a little bit of a conversation about that. I, th- I think it's more about um, what does Dalvin cook value? Does mm-hmm. he want money or does he want to win? Now he's used to winning. He's won a lot with, they. he won a lot in Minnesota. Didn't make it to any big, big games. Right. But he's been pretty fantastic for about four years. So what does he want? What does he want? A, the, the, is the big paycheck, the extra $3 million worth it to him to go play for a team, maybe a little bit of a lesser team, versus where does he want to go, you know, where he could go. I do know that a lot of people keep linking him to the Miami Dolphins because Dalvin Cook is from Florida. They have – they already have – they're, they're stocked full of running It's constant. Guys. It's constant. They, I mean, I, I obviously I – mean, we're, we're looking at it, right? Um, they absolutely – every single board, every single group, Facebook group on, on Facebook is talking about Dalvin Cook going to Miami – and supposedly they made an offer. Then Dalvin Cook said, "Well, no, they didn't. They didn't make me an offer." And then he went to the Jets and he spent time watching practice on Sunday, but didn't sign. Mm-hmm. So I and and from what I'm reading is that people think that he was using the Jets as leverage. Listen, really wants to pay, play for the Jets. Obviously.
1: I don't. I, I just. But I your don't. Vols. I don't see him in Miami. I I just I don't. I know he played at Florida State. I know he's from
0: Florida. Miami's loading up. They're loading up for a title run. Do you want Do they Raheem, really need Raheem, four
1: running backs? Like four starting caliber I running mean, backs? We
0: we need extra corners. I mean, we we had two Pro Bowl starters and drafted one in our top draft pick. Yeah. One you're very familiar with.
1: Well, that's that's why you don't need another running back,
0: especially uh, when you're gonna have to pay like you that. never know. You never know. You've got Jeff Wilson, you've got Raheem Mostert. They you know they have um what's his name? Andy would know the guy from uh Raheem Mostert, Washington. You're they have Salvin ahmed and Savan ahmed Gaskin. yeah Miles yep, yep, yep. those those two guys are both from Washington um they so yeah they have four running backs right now they usually carry three on the roster but dalvin cooks better than all those guys I'm not so, gonna I mean, disagree with you load it up just, load it up we' we're, we're making a run we're gonna make a run you well, have we'll to beat. The, you have to beat the halves man you got to beat Kansas City you got to beat Cincinnati you gotta beat Buffalo well later be, in many the show people
1: on the field to do that Later in the show, we're going to see how exactly far we have the Dolphins going in the playoffs. A couple of other injuries to note. Uh, Cooper Cup has a pulled hamstring. Uh, Pulled up, I believe, Tuesday night's practice with a bad hamstring. Not a good sign coming off an injury on himself. And a hamstring will linger the entire season. So big news coming out of Los Angeles. You also got a wide receiver trying to return from a suspension. And Calvin Ridley, who left practice this week with a toe injury, uh, so so pretty interesting to see two two guys that people were eyeing in, in fantasy football drafts that are both going down. Honestly, uh, we didn't.
0: You just got to be careful, right? I mean, it's that time of year. We're just yeah. going to see injuries every single day.
1: So we mentioned Dalvin Cook. What about what about Zeke? I mean, I, I so on, who on cares the, on the cat cave. I, I talked to my co-host Michael Davis. Um, because he he's a he's a Dallas Cowboy fan. Don't he's,
0: done. he's done. He's um, done. He's not gonna, I, he's not going to bring anything to a team that's going. He is he is Trent Richardson now. He's not. He's fat. He's slow. He's not. He's not really breaking tackles anymore. He's just a big dude. It's he's done. Do you think he signs with anybody? What is he good for? He's not a mentor. He was a kook a kook when he was a player. So, you know, what is he good for? Do, I mean, do you really need a thumper that is slow? I, I don't I'm, know. I don't I'm know. glad. I'm glad you used the
1: word "coop" because we talk about Dalvin Cook and potential landing spots. One potential landing spot that nobody's talking about are the Indianapolis Colts. Jim Ursay making a legitimate uh, uh, mistake by calling out people trying to to negotiate for running backs in bad faith upsets his own franchise running back in the last year of his rookie contract, who has requested a contract extension was told that he wouldn't get one. And now has requested a trade and might be the best running back in the league. Yes. Yeah. So two things, one Dalvin cook. If if, if I'm Jim or I'm looking at Dalvin cook because if, if, if you're not going to, if you're not going to keep Jonathan Taylor, you need a running back and, and, and regardless who they have, they're not, they're not Jonathan Taylor. Um, Jonathan Taylor was
0: going to get his butt worn out up there in, in Indianapolis this season with a terrible quarterback, and he knows it. I bet you oh, do yeah. not want to be in that situation. They're going to lose. They're going to lose a lot. And well, I not he wants to be in that situation.
1: Well, here's the other problem. They've, there's now sources that are out there saying that Jonathan Taylor is dealing with a nagging back injury. Jonathan Taylor has publicly disputed that. Like, get your sources straight. I have never once complained about my back. It is not sore. I am not hurt. And this was said to be a ploy In order for the the Colts to put him on the pup list, the physically the non football pup list, physically unable to perform, so that they can avoid paying his last year's salary. Um, who the hell is Jim Ursay?
0: Oh, he's a a a jerk of an owner. He's been a jerk of an owner for a long time. I listen, (laughs) he's been busted. With yeah, he's a, he's a terrible owner. What what um, had, since 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 Peyton Manning wasn't a, wasn't the quarterback there, what had, what have they done? They had Andrew Luck, a generational talent, they wasted it and, and got so, him beat to crap, and he retired. I hope
1: I hope my boss uh, listens to this, Mike. Shout out if you're listening, because he and I have this conversation at lunch today. Um, I asked. I, I, there's been a comparison of Jim Ursae, Um, I forgot. It might have been Colin Coward that said it again. That Jim Ursay. Is Jerry Jones without the prestige. Yes. I can I compare I compare Jim Ursay to the the modern day Al Davis. Oh no, they're all think, like that. He thinks he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. but he keeps stepping on his own two feet, or you know, stepping on his own feet. Uh the other problem is that he had he he had so much fall into his lap as an owner. He drafted Peyton Manning. And all he put together as an owner when Peyton Manning was there was one Super Bowl. Drafted the heir apparent, got him beat up, and he's out the league way too, way too soon. And Andrew Luck. I mean, if I'm a Colts fan, I want Jim Ursay to sell the team.
0: Would you Would you agree, or am I being too excessive about it? I mean, I, he's a bad owner. The best owners in football, are the owners you don't know. Once you hear about an owner, you've got problems. That's a good point. So, uh, that's in football. Now, there's other sports that's not like that because the owners can spend a lot more money and things like that. In football, you spend to the salary cap. You're always trying to stay under the cap. That's how you win in football. When these owners get involved and they start telling the guys that actually know football how to run their teams, it's mm-hmm. never good. It's never good.
1: Yeah. So we're talking about owners real quick. How about um, how about one one more topic before we before we take our first first ad break. Uh, have you seen the petition for the Washington Commanders to change their name back? Please don't. <laughs> it's it's happening. <laughs> There's a petition going on, but I just want to say once again here on the show that I was ahead of the curve when I said ownership needs to change. You
0: did name. not know. Well, I guess you did That was your. That was your thing. Yeah, but you did. You started saying that before we had the copyright issue and all of that good stuff.
1: You I got. Was, you got
0: lucky. You got lucky. Like, like the snowball, the snowball it. kept building after you brought it up. So yeah, it, but it keeps getting more and more. You know what's terrible is I. I actually, I think I read too much about football because every time you bring something up, I'm like, yeah, I read something about that this week. Um, I did read something about the Redskins changing their name this week, and every single person that commented on that story said, "Bring back the Redskins." Every yeah. single person. Yeah, and, the, and there uh, were, and the one guy said something about. Bring back the Redskins, and I'm a member of Navajo Nation. Please bring it back. No kidding. Well, I, I mean, you say Andy Hunter there is a, a Native American, pure, pure blood Native American. And we've had multiple conversations about, you know, does Redskin bother? And he's no, uh, he likes the Redskins, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, we always laugh about how they get rid of these names and, you know, that for him as, as a, a pure blood, ne- never really bothered him. Well, nevertheless, it'll be interesting to
1: see a lot, lot more is going to happen between now. In the start of the football season, yep, of the see, there he is.
0: We got the comment. He's still watching. He agrees. Bring go. it back.
1: Yep, and Andy coming back saying he, yep, he thinks he's bringing back the. We've name. had the
0: conversations. Yeah, Andy, is this, this is a big deal? No.
1: Well, that's that's an interesting take. Maybe we'll have Andy on the show to talk more about it uh, from someone who is uh, who has have more has more of a ground ground to stand on about Absolutely. it. we
0: do. yeah. Uh,
1: Bill, we're going to take our first ad break, and then we're going to get into our playoff predictions. And if Volley Polly is still watching, we're going to touch on uh, some of something that he sent in for us to, to touch on. But before we do that, let's talk about who this show is brought to you by this week, and that is Carolina Business Equipment, with offices in Charleston, Greenville, Columbia, and Florence. Carolina Business Equipment can supply your copiers, computers, and printers anywhere in the state of South Carolina. Call my best friend Aaron Thompson at eight four three. Four five two eight seven six one for a quote today, and make sure you tell them that Ryan from Tap House and Touchdown sent you. Carolina Business Equipment. You worry about your business; let us handle your technology. Uh, Bill, we are uh, we are way too ahead of ourselves when it comes to predicting the NFL because again, we've seen guys go down already. We've seen guys get hurt uh, potentially season long, at least at least yeah. temporarily. Um, but Volley Polly, a former guest of the show, I still owe him a t-shirt, if I'm gonna be honest here, uh, from winning a contest on the show last year, that I just haven't gotten around to making t-shirts yet. But but he sent us a request. Um, he and one of his buddies were having a conversation. And and I, I think we could sort of answer these questions based on how we how we had our our playoff breakdown in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had an argument that after missing the playoffs, Either Volley poly took the the Lions, I think his friend and I'm I'm gonna try to pull it up while you talk about this. Um, one of them said the Lions make it, the other one said the Packers uh, make it. Who makes the playoffs of these two teams after missing last season? Oh,
0: you did send me that. Oh, that is joy. Uh, Lions and the Packers. Yeah, Lions and uh, the, the Lions. Packers. The Lions make the playoffs. The Packers will be lucky to be five hundred. His friend Derek is is, is that the out of one his that he's mind been talking about. He's Um, out of his mind. Derek was out of his mind until the very last question. I could not believe this man has seen an NFL game. Yeah, shout
1: out, (laughs) shout out to Michael Davis because Volley Polly poised the question after the 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 title of Michael Davis's podcast. uh, Would you and Bill care to discuss who is more out of pocket? That is the the actual name of Michael, one of Michael Davis's podcast. So he wanted to know between him and uh, his his buddy uh, Josh. I don't. Yeah, Derek and Josh, uh, which one of them think this listen? We both talked about it last two weeks ago when we talked to the NFC. The Packers are gonna be a dumpster fire. Dumpster. They are in super rebuild mode. If I'm Aaron Jones, I'm getting out. Yes. Um, if I'm and I can't even say if is it AJ Dillon, is this the backup running back, Correct. anybody, anybody that is of, of some some sort of skill player, mm-hmm. I'm I'm wanting out of Green Bay. Now there's people in, in the national media think that 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 both of us are off base. That the Packers are going to be fine with Jordan Love, even though we don't have any any film to talk really about Jordan Love. Uh, I we are both in the in the consensus that the Packers. Uh, first of all, I said the Packers were the Packers were garbage last year. They were. No, and they I think they
0: they weren't oh, yeah, garbage. They actually yeah, they had an okay season. No, let's not do. Let's not go there. Let's not okay go there. season. They went what seven and seven and ten. That's a bad season eight, for nine. Aaron. Walker. Was it eight nine? Was they uh, eight nine? Maybe was it eight nine. They have the same they, they have the same record. They have nine. the same record as the
1: Lions and the Lions They're beat them to They're one in
0: the, game the away from being above 500. That is not a terrible season.
1: That's it, that's a it. for an Aaron Rodgers led football team that's a terrible season.
0: Well, he's leading the Jets this year so.
1: And the Jets are going to be bad and I can hey, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm good with that. Let's let's make it happen.
1: Well, I think this will be a pretty obvious answer too because they also asked who misses the playoffs after making the playoffs last year? Tampa Bay or Jacksonville? Tampa. Um uh, Tampa's is going to be
0: one of the worst three teams in the NFL this year. So his buddy Josh, thinks then Jacksonville, that
1: Jacksonville is more likely to miss the playoffs than out of, of his
0: mind. That is the Josh was out of his mind. Sorry, it was yeah, Josh that was comp- the whole time. I'm going. What is this guy doing,
1: Paulie? Um, I don't know who your friend Josh is. Okay, and but I'm he looking. He should watch football. I'm looking, of, looking.
0: I think he, He's been watching soccer and has no idea what he's looking.
1: I'm looking directly in the camera because hopefully you send your your friend Josh to the show. Josh, I, I want you to listen carefully. You need to get off the internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's I think it's time that you uh, maybe pick another sport. Baseball season still going on. The Braves. We have to
0: look at the camera while we're doing that. Watch football before you comment on it.
1: Yeah, just 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 watch watch. You know what? Watch the watch the week week 18 from last season. That's, just go back if you got the NFL Network, some NFL on demand, find week 18 last yeah. season. See how please do it. Please do it. No no football before you talk about football. Okay? I'm not we're not experts. We don't get paid to do this. Really. Like I just I'm an I, expert. I've gone off on Michael Davis. About his his thought that the Falcons are the team to be worried about in the NFC South out of out of between the Falcons and the Saints, the Falcons are a dark horse, and I I've <laughs> berated him on our show. Um, this is worse. Uh, the final question that's not this not going to be on the on the screen here. Who's more likely to have the number one overall pick last uh, next year? Volley Polly has the 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 Commanders, Washington. Uh, Josh has Houston. Which of those two teams do you think has a better shot to get the number one overall pick?
0: Hmm. I so, think probably. Wow, that is really tough. That is really tough. I think Houston's going to be terrible. Know, so, whoa, let's see. Wait, I'll tell you with my records. Hang
1: on. Yeah, I was going to say I've got the records pulled up. I have the Texans going four and thirteen. You have the Texans going two and fifteen. Yeah, so the Texans. And, then. Yeah, in comparison, the NFC East we've got. I've got the Commanders at four and thirteen, as do you. So based on based on that, the the Texans have a better shot at the number one overall pick. Yes, I'm probably Texans. Do they have a number? Do they have a number one pick next year after trading away what they did to get the number the number three pick this year? That's a that's a better question. I'd like to have. The answer go to it, at
0: least we can go there. Let's, uh...
1: Because can you imagine if after the year that they got the number two and the number three pick, that they're slated to get the number one pick and yeah. they don't have it and because they traded. They traded, traded? Oh man. Yeah, that's uh that's wild stuff. Hopefully, hopefully that that scratched your itch there, Volley Polly. So you can you can take this podcast to your friend Josh and tell him how um out of his mind he is. Let's call it that. I'm not gonna steal the, the the catchphrase and the title of of, of Michael's podcast again, um, Bill. While you're looking it up, we we said we were going to do it, and we're, we're doing it.
0: Uh, right? Um, yeah. Right. The Houston Texans do not have a first round pick.
1: Can you imagine? They traded
0: it to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, just yeah.
1: Imagine if they do get the number one pick, and Arizona gets it now, because Arizona, uh, I'm assuming, yeah. Arizona still has their first round pick.
0: And if uh, Arizona, Arizona has, has two first round picks.
1: So if Arizona, where do we have Arizona? NFC West. I've got the Cardinals at six. He's wild. got them at four and thirteen. Imagine yeah. if if Arizona wound up with two of the top five picks in the draft next year. Without having to make a trade. Just imagine. Um, anyway, let's let's move on here. Um, we're gonna be predicting our way too early uh NFC and AFC playoff predictions uh to refresh the audience. Um, the NFC playoffs uh, play out for myself. I've got the 49ers, Eagles, Lions, Panthers, Vikings, Cowboys, and Saints. In that order. Meanwhile, Bill has the Eagles, Vikings, Saints, Niners, Lions, Cowboys, and Giants. So we've both got the Niners. both got the Eagles. we both got the Lions. You've got the Saints winning the NFC South. You don't have the – so you've got the Saints – and the Giants in the playoffs instead of the Panthers and the Vikings, so I
0: I kind of good about that. You feel good about that? Oh yeah. It's, I hope the you do. are hope beating you do. the Panthers. Get out of here with this. Stuff.
1: I I can't I can't wait
0: I can't wait until like week It's nine. a rookie quarterback. It doesn't matter. They've got Trevor dude. Lawrence was a higher rated rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Right? Right? I mean, Bryce, I'm assuming so, yeah. The Bryce Young, right? Or am I wrong? I mean, I I honestly don't know the numbers off, off the top of my head. Trevor Lawrence yeah. was more of a what they considered was going to be a generational talent at quarterback coming out of college. And you think that this guy's anointed and he's going to take this team to the playoffs and be a division winner. What has Trevor Lawrence done in the NFL? I've got the Panthers at eleven and sixth. Other than not... Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, which which was the best rookie season we've seen ever. Mm-hmm. What did did he make it to the playoffs in his in his, his rookie season? You talking about? you talking about Lawrence? Or are you talking about Herbert? Well, Trevor Lawrence has done nothing. He's been pretty bad. Period. Yeah, he he made the playoffs last year. Last right? in year, the barely. Year. Yeah, barely. And Justin Herbert has made it to the playoffs once in three seasons and had the best yeah. rookie season in the history of the NFL. Been worse than that ever since. I am so glad you brought up You're- Justin Herbert. You're saying that this guy is going to be better than any rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL. I don't believe that. I, I, first of all, I, I didn't say that. Okay. That's why you're, you're betting on this. You're taking them to the playoffs. I'm, I'm that betting on be the Better fans. than any rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL. I'm you're betting telling on me, the, me that the San Diego Chargers had a worse roster. Which the like Chargers. Mean, they said that, well, whatever. At the yeah. time, I think they're San Diego, right? So when Herbert got drafted. They're always going to be San like, Diego to me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they're San Diego. Um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the LA Chargers had a worse roster. They didn't. They had weapons all over the place. These guys let do me, not. Let me read you a stat. Let me read you a stat
1: real quick. Yeah. In the three years that Herbert has been in the league, the Chargers have scored 1,233 points. That's the most in NFL history in a three-year span. Okay. In that same three-year span, they have given up. 1,256 yards or 1,256 points points. with, with a defensive minded head coach, Anthony, that is the most in NFL history in a three year span. So everybody's
0: given Herbert this, this big, this big to do. Oh, go look at the stats. The stats are there. We could do, we can have this debate one day where I could do this on Homer's corner. Why? Why compare Herbert against other good quarterbacks? And we can Uh, talk about how he's not as good as people think he is. Tim 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 signs in
1: that, that that there's always going to be San Diego to him too. I'm with you. Um, Nevertheless, I listen. I I think the Panthers team, the Panthers roster is built to make the playoffs with a guy like Bryce. Listen, the last you four think years,
0: Hayden Hurst is going to have a thousand yards, you lose all credibility in talking with the Panthers. As he soon will as you say that out loud.
1: Listen, he he's already caught a touchdown in camp, as did as did D- DJ Shark caught two earlier this week in camp, and everybody's laughed at me because I said DJ Shark is going to be a top receiver for the Panthers. Tyreek Hill's already
0: has, got 2,000 yards in camp. Does it count? No! It's ridiculous for you to say things like that.
1: The fact of the matter is they're, they're already building the rapport with Bryce Young. That's my point. They are going to have a good enough team to make the playoffs. So anyway, we're getting – I don't want to say we're going off on a tangent because it's just this is just one division. We're stim- And, all- and, and come, come week 10 when the Lions have a th- – or the Lions, listen to me. When the Panthers have a three-game lead on the Saints – uh, we can talk about it again then. Hey, uh, our friend Michelle chiming in. Um, Amy says hi to best friend Bill. Uh, finally home watching the she, show live She with really us. loved
0: my simulator when she was at my house. It's awesome. I play it, yeah. Michelle, One of thanks. One the few people for... I've let use it.
1: I, you know, I have I, been to your house countless times, and I still yeah. haven't even seen it.
0: Nope, nope. I she drove it. She drove it first time out. It's pretty cool. Say hi to for me, Michelle. Yeah, thanks for
1: joining us, Michelle. Um, let's get in our, in our, into our NFC predictions. Um, I actually wrote them down old school on, on pen and notebook paper. Um, Bill, rather than we could go through it if you want to. Um, I do have, I do have the, uh, the, the, the Vikings, the saints and the lions all getting knocked out in the first round. And that hurts me to say, um, Oh, Michelle chimed in. She loves you. Not your, not your toys, meaning your, your simulator. And then, Look at look at Andy trying to chime in, saying saying hi to Michelle over well, <laughs> <their head. laughs> um, Bill, how do how you see your playoffs working out here um, in the NFC?
0: Like by round? I mean, if you want to go by round. If you don't, we can go no, straight to no, it. Th- I think uh, your, your championship is going to be – you know what? I would have to look at the bracket. The bracket's brutal, right? But I think your two best teams – I mean, I didn't do a bracket, so I'm not exactly sure who meets where. But I think your two top seeds – I would have to go with two top seeds. I don't know how many upsets we're going to have, but when it comes down to the top, you know, the uh, the best teams in each conference, usually you're seeing the top seeds make, like the 1-2 seed makes that final. And honestly, I I would say Philly comes out of the NFC. I can't see – I feel like they reloaded. They lost some players, but they reloaded. So I still think that's your best team in the NFC.
1: Yeah, I've got – it's, it's weird you mentioned that. I've got Philadelphia and San Francisco
0: yeah, playing that's, that's in the NFC solid. Championship. I could have um, guessed that after your prediction that San Francisco is going to win 15 games.
1: Well, listen, I, uh, I, it's going to, Seattle's
0: not, in their division, Ryan. Seattle's in their division.
1: It doesn't matter.
0: They're going to lose I, at least one to Seattle, maybe two. I don't,
1: do I have them lose? You know, I can go through, I think I've got them losing one of their games. No, I got them sweeping Seattle. So, um, listen, I think that we didn't get to see how good San Francisco could have been last year because they lost their start they lost two quarterbacks in their playoff game against Philadelphia okay. for that reason I'm taking them to win the NFC Wow I've got okay. 40 I've got the 49ers knocking off Philadelphia. I think we've got a fun rivalry going over the next few years if you mm-hmm. can keep if you can keep and why can't I say his name Mr. irrelevant um the quarterback. Purdy. if you can keep Brock pretty healthy mm-hmm. you can keep the rest of those those skilled players on offense for San Francisco healthy uh because you might have mentioned it too or maybe maybe my, my boss did. Um, that when you've got the the, the the weapons on that offense, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, now Christian McCaffrey, um, it's not hard for your quarterback to look good. Um, I mean, it, it showed because uh, now Trey Lance struggled, but Garoppolo came in, played well until he got hurt, and then Brock Purdy came in and was the best quarterback in, 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 in football for, for four weeks. Um, I, I think that the 49ers are built. Now, granted, their entire offensive roster – and they've defense. got a, they do have a great defense. Yeah. Um, and they reloaded after the season. They added some more pieces to that defense. Um, but at the same time, you've got uh you, you gotta keep those guys on offense healthy. Um, we got a comment here. Tim saying the Niners don't even get in.
0: You skipped the comment at at before that. That was calling us losers.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Katie, Katie coming into the into the uh, into the podcast. My daughter call here called
0: calling call us losers. Yeah, fun. we
1: we got we got the whole clan in here tonight. That's but right. Yeah. Uh, Tim coming in saying that the Niners don't even get in, that McCaffrey won't finish the season. Um, I, I like that people,
0: call. I think one year. One year he stayed healthy. One. Yeah. It was last year.
1: We'll get in. I think we talked about it when we talked about the AFC. I think Derek Henry's done. We'll get we'll get into them in a minute. But it wouldn't be surprising if Christian McCaffrey didn't play a full season because he hasn't done that uh, really up until last year uh, for the last four seasons prior to that. So you've got the Eagles winning the NFC, and I've got the Niners winning the NFC. Let's move over to the AFC side of the ball. To uh, so again, remind the audience where we stand. Uh, I, I think we have the same teams. I've got the Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, and Jags. Uh, you've got the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Jags. We've got the same division winners. And, yeah, we've got the same playoff teams, just in a different order. The Dolphins, Ravens, and Titans getting in as the wild card. Bill, how do you see your
0: AFC playoffs playing out? I mean, the AFC is brutal. It is loaded. Well, we, well I think so we good. have two, probably two good teams in the NFC. and we, we mentioned both of them. They just happen to be the teams that met in the NFC title game last year. Um, I think the AFC has like four, maybe five teams that could go to the Super Bowl. And I don't, I mean, it's all going to depend on how the season works out, right? If anybody gets a home, home like, like if the Dolphins screw up and somehow have a really good record and they are the home team throughout the playoffs, who wants to go to Miami mm-hmm. in December? It's still 85, 90 degrees down there in the sun. I mean, that would be rough, right?
1: Oh, I would rather go to 85-degree weather than the snow in New England.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know about it. I mean, it is because the, the Dolphins do that really fun thing where they make the opposing team wear the home uniform, so they have to wear their darks in the Miami sunshine. I've seen teams throwing up on the field in Miami before. It, it is not good. The Steelers admitted like five or six years ago when uh, – what was his name? The running back for the Dolphins. He was the guy out of Boise State.
1: Oh, I know who you're talking about. I just can't. The injury, his name but
0: he he had like the two two hundred yard games in a row. The Steelers admitted. They oh, like the guy, the
1: yeah, Kalen Balash.
0: No, no that's the, your he, that's your favorite player from the XFL that was terrible. He had
1: he had two straight two hundred rushing yard games. That's what I thought you no, were talking
0: about. Not in the NFL. Yeah, no, he did. it was no, he did not. No, he oh didn't. no, I'm thinking of. Uh, I can't think oh, of his name. Uh, oh and my that's god, I, know. I can
1: see his face. Was they it, traded it him to Philadelphia for
0: a fourth round pick. Can't remember well,
1: well, nevertheless, so yeah. uh, um, any point
0: is, point is, they teams run out of gas down there, yeah, they do because the heat. But with that being said, I think coming out of the AFC, I'm going to pick a team that's not the number one seed, and I think Cincinnati gets out of the AFC this year.
1: Oh, oh man, okay. listen, listen to us, yeah. listen to us almost agreeing on everything. Um, I've got the the Ravens getting knocked out. Like, so the way that my playoffs worked out, I had every first round divisional matchup or wild card round. We're divisional matchups. I had the Bengals and Ravens, the Bills and Dolphins, and the Jags and Titans. I had the Dolphins knocking off Buffalo. Obviously, the Jags going on, and then the Bengals knocking off the Ravens, which put the Jags and the Bengals in the second round and the Chiefs and the Dolphins. And as much as I hate to say it, because I think the Dolphins could yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be an arrowhead because on unless I had yeah, because I had the Bills winning the division. So um so yeah, that's where I've got the Dolphins getting knocked off, and we get another rematch between the Bengals and Chiefs. And you want see a grown man Champions cry,
0: game. you want to see a grown man cry? Let the Dolphins make it that far into the playoffs, and then hang out with me on the day that they lose. Let's we'll see a grown man cry. Yeah, I mean, listen,
1: I can say the same thing. I've got the Lions getting knocked out in the first round. Like how do, how do you how do you as as a fan of your team? Um, uh, we talked one prediction go- You Can't have faith in that team yet. I have faith in that team. <laughs> I have. You have, have faith, faith that in Aiden Hurst is getting a yeah, thousand yards.
0: This is the, we don't have the, There's no we.
1: We talk about good teams in the NFC, or, or only two good teams in the NFC. I think the Lions could be one of those good, especially an emerging team. If we, if the AFC is five deep, when we talk Bengals, Chiefs, uh, let me let me look back at Bengals, I they're Chiefs.
0: They're I think they're four. I th- I think it's honestly when it comes down to it, I think there there's probably four hell maybe five.
1: Yeah, got Bengals, Chiefs, Vils, a lot of Dallas good golfers. teams in the
0: AFC. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, arguably the
1: Ravens can be a decent team. Um, that's that's still to be seen, but nevertheless, um, uh, I when it comes to the NFC, you you're setting up right now. Don't forget for, Jacksonville.
0: Don't forget Jacksonville.
1: Somebody sort of last year. Yeah, somebody sort of changed my mind and said that the the Titans collapsed and the Jaguars sort of backed into the playoffs
0: last year. They did. Um, There was a little bit of that happening, but that was because the Titans had absolutely zero quarterback play from Malik Willis or whoever else they were running out there. Didn't they have Josh Johnson play in one game? It was just something horrible. was that Baltimore. Somebody played him last year. I think it was them. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson played for the Niners. It was um, the guy from Tennessee. That they got drafted by Pittsburgh. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Didn't he? Did he play? He played time for Tennessee last year, and he's like a third string to fourth string quarterback. Yeah, that's why they um, collapsed. If they have their starters, and we talked about this. If they have their starters, if Tannehill is still the quarterback, and even even at that, if Will Levis is the quarterback, I mean, he doesn't look bad in camp. Well, I'm so glad we're talking about Tennessee because I
1: think we've seen the last of Derrick Henry playing in a full a full seventeen game season or eighteen game season. I don't. I think he's gonna have another good year. Listen, when you see a running back get banged up, typically One the more. next year, the One typically more. the next I, I don't think he's got another year. Um that's why you think Hayden Hurst is gonna have a thousand yards
0: getting thrown balls from a rookie quarterback.
1: So uh Michelle chimes
0: in. She says she's got a hundred dollars on the Bills going to the Super Bowl. Wow. Or maybe winning the Super Bowl. You know what? So I would actually take that bet with you against you straight up hundred 100 even because I have statistics to show you that Josh Allen is one of the worst clutch quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. And he's actually not that good, period, but he's he's terrible when it comes to the playoffs. It really comes he's terrible. Who's the worse? The Dolphins who's, almost beat them with a the third string quarterback last year on their field. Who's a worse terrible. playoff quarterback? Justin
1: Herbert or or Josh Allen?
0: I it's hard to tell with Justin Herbert because he barely gets there, but Josh Allen's played in big games and he fails.
1: Hey, uh, Tim's chiming in again that uh, he thinks that Derrick Henry falls off like Brandon Jacobs and Miriam Barber. He thinks that he thinks that I'm on to something there.
0: I mean, that's all good, except for neither one of those guys are going to be in the Hall of Fame, and Derrick Henry is.
1: Listen, I, I like Derrick Henry. I think he's awesome to watch. He's a throwback like a Stephen Davis, a Marshall Falk type guy, but I just don't – he got banged up last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went out and signed DeAndre Hopkins, so you've got a receiving threat again in Tennessee, but <laughs> – the fact what? of the matter is that that Derrick Henry has taken all the bruising on mm-hmm. that team for the last four to five years, and he's just he's he started breaking down last year, and it's going to continue. How many lasting. games did he play last year? I think he played all but like maybe I think he played all but maybe maybe four games or something like that. Yeah, I he think still he missed foot, He had a foot
0: injury, wasn't a foot injury that he missed? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, but I just when he started like, having, or was that the year before?
0: Because I swear, so Eckler got hurt last year for a short time. Eckler got hurt. Last and my year. choice in my choice in um I can't my mouse died, so I can't move anything around now on the computer. Um I hate wireless. That's <laughs> <story>, right? <laughs> First world problems. Man. I know. Like no. hey, somebody get me a battery. Oh. But uh yeah. But uh, no I I, I want to know how many games Derrick Henry played last year because I had Eckler last year, and for a lot of the season, I was frustrated. I I had a shot to either to draft Henry or Eckler, and I took Eckler.
1: Eckler had made, a really good
0: year. Yeah, you was made the it right. It ended season. up being the right choice. Yeah, yeah, but I think Henry played a lot of the season yeah. because I think the first half of the season Henry was absolutely killing it.
1: Was it think, last
0: season, the season that he was hurt, but he was still the the like the rushing yards leader for like three or four weeks so. after he was injured? Like it was
1: yeah. I uh, I think we should pencil this for next week and just talk about it, yeah. just debate. More, especially more playoff. Well, we're not not just more playoff, but we're going to be talking fantasy football starting next week. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll 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 chime in and and sort of butt heads on why we think Derrick Henry uh, is not going to I didn't call you butt head. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. If you're butt head, I'm Beavis. I guess. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, um, we're going to take our last ad break, and, we, and then we're going to get into Homer's Corner to close the show. Got a couple topics to, to discuss. Uh, So let's get right into our last ad and our last sponsor, and that is One Stop Repairs. Established in 2008, One Stop Repairs in North Charleston, South Carolina, is your one-stop shop for all your electronic repair needs. Specializing in cell phones, tablets, computers, laptops, and game consoles, One Stop Repairs offers reputable and quality service with the quickest turnaround time and the most competitive prices in the low country. You can find them on Google with an exceptional 4.9-star rating or on Facebook by searching for One Stop Repairs. Call Zach for a quote today at 843-343-6310. That's the number one one-stop repairs. And now we get to my favorite segment every week, Homer's Corner. I am so glad that I, I, I had this idea when we started talking football again this season. Um, Bill, you got a couple things that you want to talk about here in Homer's Corner. And, and they're both with the Miami Dolphins. Let's start off with the injury to Jalen Ramsey, torn meniscus. In camp, there was, they were concerned that it was, it was much worse mm-hmm. because they carted him off. Um, give us your thoughts on this injury because I've torn my meniscus and I wasn't out for, for very long. But they're, they're saying that this is going to be a pretty long injury recovery.
0: Yeah. I, I want to know. Um, as I search for a battery here in my room, I, I don't have, I... yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I want to know what, what Dolphins fans have to do. I mean, you're a Lions fan. So, Clearly all of the uh, the sacrifices of, of goats and stuff that Lions fans gave to the gods <laughs> did not help the Lions. So what did the offense fans have to do to get rid of this curse that it feels like we are underneath as we draft the number 36 player in the NFL as voted on by players and coaches this past season? Actually, I think it's just players. They did announce that today. He's injured, but he's number 36 in the NFL top 100. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, as we trade for him, a third-round pick, which seemed like a bargain, and now his knee is gone. The meniscus in his knee is torn, and they're saying that it, originally it was six to eight weeks, which would have brought him back just after the season. Now they're not saying till December. There had to have been something more. A meniscus. Listen,
1: as a listen, if you're, I watching, don't care
0: what you're what Doctor Ryan says. I'm telling you what. No. what do I have to do to fix the curse that I feel like I? You know what's amazing to me? Here's what's amazing to me. Chris Greer had the forethought to. Draft a cornerback in the second round when they uh, they had I know and it's your boy Cam Smith is that his name Cam Smith is that it's a, yeah, yeah they they call him Rook is what they're calling him on on all the pages they're just calling him Rook because they're saying Rook making plays because they've been showing yeah. video of him that's all he work. does yeah. all he yeah. all he does is break up passes dude yeah he that's what they're showing on the on the videos but that's um, all he does he had the he he drafted a cornerback when he was sitting with two all pro slash Pro Bowlers mm. uh, as as his starting corners and sure enough one of them goes down so we're Thank goodness we have a little bit of depth. Not only with him and Darth Cater, but, um, yeah. Listen, well, it's, just, it's just a bummer, man. It was like, oh, they're, you know, all the hype. Here's the season. Look at all the players we have. We have Jalen Ramsey. He's the number three corner in the game, and now he's injured. It's just like, man. Uh, Tim I'm thinks it has, Tim think it has
1: something to do with Ray Finkel. What it feels like. If, it really game. does.
0: I mean, I'm waiting for Tua to get another concussion, because you remember when Tua played last season. Exactly. With, yeah. And you make that face because I know when he played last season they had the best they had like with the second best uh offense in the NFL and then he gets injured and they can't score they didn't win a game he didn't play it or didn't start so
1: well listen um, speedy recovery to Jalen Ramsey and I know you don't want to talk to Dr Ryan I tore my meniscus and I was wrestling like three weeks later like it
0: wasn't it wasn't anything to me I know but at your level I think it's probably different.
1: A professional, I was yeah, I was at a high school level and and I was back to wrestling three weeks after.
0: How much do you need? Like, do you? I don't know anything about wrestling. Tim does, I think Tim does, but
1: um. there's you, you, you'll use all your joints in wrestling. That's why, that's why I'm 36 years old and I'm riddled with arthritis from wrestling. That's what I'm blaming on anyway. Well, and Um, and
0: the second part of that is that the Dolphins signed Eli Apple, yep, to take Tyreek Hill, well, not Tyreek Hill, but to take Jalen Ramsey's place. If anybody remembers last year, Eli Apple and Tyreek Hill had a Twitter beef. In fact, there was a really colorful, and I wish we could show it because it's hilarious. Because what Tyreek Hill dresses in is just absolutely—he looks like a clown. But he is saying like, Eli Apple, I see you, boy. I'm gonna come talk to you, boy. Like it was their matchup, and if you remember, that the Bengals absolutely torched the Dolphins because you know Tua got his head bounced off the turf there in Cincinnati. Um, But now they're on the same team, and Tyreek's first tweet about it was great. He said. Practice on Monday is going to be good. And then there's nothing. Eli Apple said, oh, it's all love. It's all love. But they had like an open Twitter beef. In fact, there is a rumor that Eli Apple got released from the Cincinnati Bengals. They did not sign him because of his Twitter presence. Wow. Or X presence, whatever it's called now, because Twitter's gone.
1: It's funny you mentioned the fact that he was like he was he was running his mouth on Twitter because I saw a reel earlier today when Jadavian Clowney was in Houston and he was chirping at uh, defensive back I can't remember his name for Tennessee he was number thirty six and he kept saying oh, 36, we gonna get you thirty six we gonna get you and then it was Tom Savage at the time I threw a ball into double coverage and thirty six was the one that picked him, that that picked him off mm. and it goes from Clowney just running his mouth at thirty six. To just stand there like, oh god. Oh no. I just oh no. Like it's just that that the the look of total shame in his face. Yeah, like I believe you know that didn't age well is what they did. I mean, that's it. And you know, you know who doesn't have shame on their face? That's the head coach of the University of South Carolina. Got a big signing this week, their second five-star signing in two years. Gets a commitment from the number 15 recruit in the country next season. Six foot six, two hundred and forty five pound defensive end Dylan Stewart. Where's he from? Uh Maryland. They kept. Oh, wow. I don't. I don't know why they're calling. They're calling it. He's from like something collegiate, like it's a high school with collegiate oh, like in the school. title. High oh, prep school. Um, I don't understand why I keep seeing stuff like from the DMV. I don't know what that stands for. I was hoping you might, but I put you on the spot, so maybe you don't. Nevertheless, a DMV. Yeah, that that we are just owning the DMV. I don't know if that means something that has to do with like the Maryland something or other because there was there was something about like the Mar- Maryland's football staff was was irritated that we had guys that wanted that were like in between us and Maryland and they're coming to is us. Like, is
0: that like DC, Maryland and Virginia somewhere in that area there?
1: I could be it. Maybe that's it. Nevertheless, DC's
0: right there, right they, yeah.
1: You boasted last week about the 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 Gators having a top, was it top three class in the top country? Class, yeah. Uh with the signing with of Dylan Stewart or with commitment of Dylan Stewart. Now I'm not one to 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 dwell on signings until they've actually signed their their LOI, right? Um, but if he if he stays true to his commitment, um, we right now believe have a top 15 to top 16 class coming in next year. So considering that we were we are still three years removed from a two win season, whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. Um Big moves getting made in the real Carolina as we are approaching. Uh, how how do you SC. even
0: only win two games as an SEC school? Like, what did you did you lose to, like South Carolina State in a two win season?
1: It, I think it was the, it was the COVID year. We only had ten games.
0: How do you so it was, oh, it was, was only it SEC, SEC games. teams? Gotcha. It was
1: only SEC games. Um, I mean, in fairness, in Spurrier's last year, he resigned after we lost to LSU because he knew this team wasn't good enough to win more than four games. And embarrassingly enough, if Aaron Thompson wasn't at a concert tonight, he'd be in here reminding me that the citadel beat South Carolina and Spur what would have been Spurrier's last year had he not resigned uh midseason. That's and Spurrier, Spurrier's the kind of guy that doesn't want to have that 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 record on his resume um because he's got an ego and he left the cupboard bare the will must the head ball
0: coach right there, man. You can't say anything. You can't say anything about Spurrier because people would still not know that USC exists if it wasn't for Spurrier. Nobody would care at all.
1: I am thankful for the three good years that Spurrier brought us in 10 years. He is the winningest coach in school history, and he yes. coached
0: for 10 years. Oh, so it wasn't three good years. It was multiple good years. You guys were actually sort of we were relevant. 500 most of the time he was You there. were still sort of relevant. People cared about South Carolina football. We played
1: and lost in bowl games. I remember there was
0: one year we
1: started oh, off six wait a and one.
0: You played in bowl game. Bowl games, bowl games That's yeah. That's way better than South Carolina usually is. So let's just give him credit where credit is due took a dumpster I, I, fire of a team and actually made them go to bowl games. So let's like, I
1: I'm not I am not unthankful for what he did for us while he was there. But I don't like the way he left us. I don't like the fact that he can't, he came to South Carolina to prove that you can he can win anywhere. Um so yeah, I have my reservations. I'm like I said, I'm thankful for the glory years that he gave us from 2010 to 2014. And then he
0: stopped. He got lazy. He stopped recruiting. He built the Florida football program.
1: Of course he, he did built it
0: on his own. So he. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, Urban, will, Urban,
1: Urban Meyer won that, man. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer won national titles in Florida. Don't, Spurrier, don't say that name. Don't Spurrier, say that. Spurrier, Spurrier never even won a conference title
0: with with South Carolina. Urban Meyer won with somebody else's team. You know who's gonna win? You know who's gonna win a national title with South Carolina? Do we? Is he alive yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Has he been born? Oh, man, I want to say
0: so many things. <laughs>
1: uh bill we're up against it man we're actually yes, running a little late this week right. uh appreciate you being here anything anything that you want to you want to talk about coming up or you just don't want to uh no nah, man just we're good you can just,
0: we can just chop it off we can be done. right yeah let's we'll go let's, 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 no we we had to have we need to have people uh comment on the actual like about things we need to talk about we need more topics because sometimes people would show up for stuff that we uh they don't care about i don't think anybody cares about south carolina football and probably don't care much about the Dolphins either. That's because. what's
1: Homer's corner, man. That's
0: the point. I know <laughs> I'm just it's Homer's saying, corner. That's to do it. We need to know what people want to hear about. Uh, it's sh- awesome to have everybody in the chat tonight. That was super yeah, cool. shout out to now,
1: everybody. I can't Tim, see it anymore. Tim, Michelle, Andy, uh, Volley Polly chiming in. Your sister Tara. Uh, your Shawnee even gave us a like on Facebook. Uh, Katie was here. And, yeah andy was here uh, will came in gave us a like we still got a couple listeners as we close out but thanks to everybody who was interactive and like bill said uh make sure you you come in the thread or, or come on social media facebook.com tapouts and touchdowns let us know if there's something he wants to cover volley poly did it and we talked about it tonight on the show
0: we did miss uh, one though we needed to talk about he he asked about a 14 team uh oh uh, we did fan- fantasy league so we we'll get to that i think i think we'll try to get to that What's so like maybe next week yeah, uh, I have been in very large fantasy formats before and it is very difficult. Yeah, we'll it's talk a
1: lot of time. We'll talk. We'll sort of talk sweet spots of fantasy football next week. Um, kind of kind of roster roster align, alignment, stuff like that. I've done a lot of extensive like preparation for fantasy football. Uh, go into the archives. I've got like an introduction to fantasy football and what you should be looking for. Uh, if you're trying to start up playing fantasy football, so make sure you go check in that. And again, go to social media. Let us know what you want us talking about. We'll jot this note down for Volley poly and we'll talk about it next week. Uh, but that's about it for the night. Thanks again, everybody who joined, participated, and uh, and or who listened on the podcast webs, uh, wherever it is you your podcast. Make sure you check out the wrestling episodes of Tap House and Touchdowns, where PJ, Steven, and I are three episodes deep in our 1997 PJ's Time Machine, where we're going WWF 1997. And make sure you go check out the Cat Cave is part of the Fans First Sports Network and the Keep Pounding Podcast Network where Michael Davis and I are talking all things Carolina Panthers. Uh, you can find those on YouTube if you go and follow the Tobacco Road Sports Radio page where you can also find uh, this here podcast weekly on the Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. For Banker Bill, it's your guy, Bully Rye. We'll see you next time right here on Tapouts and Touchdowns.